0: Miss Heppelwhite's was a whole new world. There was so much of importance to learn. We studied etiquette, embroidery, watercolors, drawing, and music. The older girls also studied French conversation, which Miss Heppelwhite said was crucial to a young lady's education. I had never heard anyone speak French, except the baker, who would curse in it when a stray dog stole his bread. But all the girls seemed to agree with Miss Heppelwhite on this matter. There were twelve students, and Miss Heppelwhite gave us lessons in the parlor room. The older girls sat in the back, but I sat in the front with the nine- and ten-year-olds, even though I was eleven. Sally Biddle, who was thirteen, sat in the very back. Sometimes I felt her eyes pressing into the back of my head, hot as embers, as if she were just waiting to burn me. Miss Heppelwhite gave me a book, called The Young Lady's Confidant. Consider this your Bible, Miss Peck. Refer to it often, she urged, holding the small brown-covered book as if it were a great treasure. I turned the pages carefully. Please turn to Chapter 5, or Listening Well, Miss Hepplewhite instructed the class. I had already missed the first four chapters as I had joined late in the term. She walked slowly in front of the room, her feet barely making a sound her dove-gray petticoat swishing back and forth, soothing as a swing. The pocket watch hanging from her waist by a chain swayed slightly in time with her movements. A young woman should always listen well. No matter whether you are at church, on the street, or in your very own parlor, it is most important to listen carefully and quietly. Miss Hepplewhite paused for emphasis. If you listen well, you shall always do well, she predicted. Miss Heppelwhite suggested that we practice listening well as our study assignment. When someone said something clever, we were to laugh at the appropriate moment, or perhaps nod if the subject turned grave. That evening, supper was very quiet, as I was so busy listening. Papa and William were discussing a case Papa was concerned about, an old banker whose toes looked rotten. I expect we'll have to take the foot off, Papa said with a sigh. William disagreed. The recommended therapy is to bleed the patient first. Bloodletting has taken more lives than any war, Papa scoffed. The man's going to lose enough blood when I remove the foot. I won't have him lose any more because of quackery. Papa was something of a radical in his profession. That is your opinion, of course, William said stiffly. I very much wanted to announce that I once saw papa lop off the rotten toes of a man who'd had a brick dropped on them, but I forced myself to listen well. I tried to nod and smile, but I am afraid that my smile looked more like a wince, and after a while my neck ached from all the nodding. Good heavens, girl! Papa suddenly declared. Is there something wrong with your head? And why do you keep grimacing at us? Was I to smile or nod at his remark? I couldn't tell. Speak up, Janey," Papa said. Why aren't you talking? I'm supposed to listen well. That's what Miss Hepplewhite said. I looked over at William for help, but he was in the middle of a coughing fit. He had the napkin at his mouth and was making a gurgling noise. Papa roared with laughter so loud that the chandelier shook. Janie, he said, is this school I'm sending you to going to turn you into one of those useless women who care for nothing but dresses? I'm trying to be a proper young lady, Papa, I said in a small voice. Papa didn't understand anything. A worthy goal, William said, nodding his head approvingly. Papa's eyes narrowed slightly. You'll be a lady in no time at all, William added. All that is required is dedication and single-mindedness. Do you truly think so? I asked shyly. Why, yes, I do, he said, ignoring Papa's loud snort of disdain. A reluctant smile tugged at William's lips. When he smiled like that, I had a warm feeling in my belly, nearly the same feeling I had after eating Mrs. Parker's cherry pie. I grinned at Papa. Since you mentioned it, Papa, I do need new dresses. Miss Hepplewhite says mine are most unsuitable because of all the cherry stains. Papa sighed heavily and sank back into his chair.